Welcome to Bookworms. One podcast. The Book Club podcast where we talk about books, but today we're celebrating Lazy's birthday. We're about to take a birthday shot. Yes. What is this? This is (laughs) Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. Oh my god. No way endorsed, but maybe we could Maybe they could be. Hold on. I'm going to get a chaser because I already know I'm going to be like... Okay. Oh, yeah, it burns. It burns, but I love everything peanut butter. All right, so ready? Yeah. One, two, yeah. happy birthday. <laughs> Ooh, caramelly. Oh, yeah, it uh, tastes like fall. <laughs> okay. That aftertaste literally is like eating a spoon of peanut butter. Yeah, it's peanut butter. I cannot believe it. <laughs> it's it's weird, but it's good, right? It it is it, weird. Um, God, just the taste in my mouth is like peanut, peanut butter. butter, and there's a little bit of caramel there, to it. Too. Yeah, it does have some caramel. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, well, it's Lacey's birthday, and we are celebrating her. She opened her presents. Yes, thank you. We are. I also have a coffee. Mm-hmm. I have a chai latte. Okay. I'm glad you said the way you say it. Okay, so before I came over here, I, like, texted Lacey. I was like, hey, I'm going to get a coffee. Do you want anything? And she was like, no. And I was like, are you sure? And she's like, okay, I'll take this. And it was a classic chai tea latte. So I was like, I started panicking when I got up to the boss. I was like, is it chai? Is it kai? Is it something (laughs) else that doesn't fucking make sense? And then she asked me, do you want that hot or cold? And I was like, shit, I don't know. (laughs) What is that? It's so it's it, coffee. No, it's tea. So why is it a what's a latte then? I guess the way they steam it or something with the milk. I don't know. It's a tea and milk concoction, and it's either hot or cold. But usually, if you say classic, they know it's hot. Otherwise, oh. it's ice. Well, it was a new location. Yeah, maybe that's why. Um, so what I was going to bitch about with my drink was. Mm-hmm. Okay, Starbucks is doing this thing where they're not doing straws. They're doing the sippy lid, which I'm all for saving the planet. That's fine. Yeah. I have reusable straws at home. I keep some in my desk, but I don't go to work anymore. I'm using one right now, silicone. But I ordered a frappuccino today. Mm-hmm. I can't. You can't drink no. a frappuccino through the sippy yeah, no, part. No, you need a straw. She was like, are you going to need a straw with that? And I was like, yes, I'm going to fucking need a straw. <laughs> How else am I going to drink this in what other world i guess i'm gonna have to start taking straws with me everywhere in my purse yeah maybe that's why they have those visco bendy folding straws now you know what i had one one. at work that i got it had like a little a little pouch that that, like they gave them to us but you know it's been locked in my desk since march yeah so (laughs) (laughs) maybe i'll just order some from amazon anyways all right that's my bitch for the day um (laughs) suck and sweet i guess that could be my suck is that they're I understand them giving the sippy lids on other too, yeah. drinks. Okay, but this is not like a flow-and-go yeah, drink. they needed a little bit more thinking process behind the <laughs> exactly. cold drinks. Or why don't they just do paper straws? Yeah. Well, I mean, paper straws disintegrate really fast. So have you actually used one? Yeah. They. I mean, last time I used one at this vegan coffee shop in Arkansas, it was... I, I took two sips and it was gone. Oh. It was disintegrated and I had to use another one and it's like it felt so much more wasteful. See, when we were in Europe, that's all they had. Like, so at McDonald's, that's all they had were paper straws. Mm-hmm. But they were like better paper. Yeah, I'm sure they were better. Than, yeah. <laughs> Nobody makes paper straws. Listen, Starbucks, here. <laughs> I can't drink a fa- frappuccino through a damn sippy cup. Okay, figure something else out. Shit. Get it together. Uh, that'll be my suck, but it's your suck. Sort yourself out. <laughs> Bud. 
So my sweet is obviously no. Your suck. Bird. What's your suck? Oh my suck. Okay. <laughs> my suck. That shot's kicking in. It is just. It's my bit. girl's birthday. Yeah. We gonna do whatever we want. I don't know. You know, I really haven't had that much of a suck. Okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I say that and then it hits. I'm that, like, oh wait. You, yeah, you remembered that real yeah. quick. <laughs> so I don't know. Should I complete candor because? Is it about, like, your personal life? No. Oh. No, but... Is it about someone? It's about the female body. Oh. <laughs> uh, listen, it's a, it's a natural thing. It is a natural thing. Aunt you know, Flo we came say to we're going to be ourselves. Yep. Aunt oh. Flo came to town on my birthday. That sucks. That really sucks. <laughs> so instead of staying up and playing games and having fun and going out, I'm asleep at, like, 8 o'clock at night. That sucks. Because my body's like, No. <laughs> But at least we're like in quarantine. Yeah, and it's not like you had a lot of options no, to go places. Not anyway, at all. You know? I wasn't gonna. Go, I was gonna go to the tattoo shop. Maybe are those open? Yeah, they're Tied. open. I was maybe gonna get a little cartilage piercing or something and then come home. You know, but couldn't even do that. That sucks. You know, really random. My dad lives out in the country, mm-hmm. and like, there's nothing but houses out there right. and country. But there's like this random shopping center that just popped up. <laughs> And in it is like a donut place, yeah. a CBD store, and a tattoo. <laughs> what? So, so we, go out, we go out there, we get CBD, and we get tattoos, and then we leave and get donuts and, get and donuts. go home. <laughs> yeah. So random. Um, my sweet is, or do you want to, you go first? Uh, my sweet's my birthday. Yeah. Mm. What'd you get for your birthday? Like, what all kind of presents did you get? I gift cards. Tight. I Those got a book from you. Candle, purse, expensive purse. <laughs> we got her a Solterra candle. Yes. So now Lacey can look for her yes. her crystals and see what's inside. And it will be lit later this week when the cooler weather comes oh, in. Oh, yeah. And they say what you find in there is what you've been seeking. <gasps> oh, mm-hmm. What have I been seeking? We'll find out to be, to be continued. Until then. It's a pyramid of mystery. Yeah. A purple pyramid of mystery. <laughs> and it smells so it good. Smells really it's the best good. smelling one. I've gotten like Pisces, obviously. I've gotten Virgo. I've gotten Leo. I honestly, the Leo was probably my least favorite. I didn't like the way yeah. it smelled. It was really like spicy. Well, you know, Leos are spicy. <laughs> so God, don't even get me started. Uh, my sweet. So I literally uh-huh. just got back from East Texas, like to like right now. But yeah. I now. came straight from there to here. Um, we spent the weekend with my husband's family because it was his mother's 70th birthday. What, what? Yeah, I know. I'm surrounded by Libras. We're the coolest. <laughs> um, I shot a gun for the first time. So much fun, isn't it? Okay, so we're not like gun people. No. Um, you would like, but my husband is a really good shot because, I mean, he's been shooting since he was a little kid. Well, and he plays video games with good <laughs> shots when you play video Believe it or not. You start learning how to line things up pretty well. <laughs> so I wanted to do it last time, but I got scared because I'm, like, really clumsy. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, I'm going to be that person to accidentally that shoot someone. That drops it or something. Yeah. So Steve was, like, the key is just follow the rules. He's, like, always treat it like it's loaded. Don't mm-hmm. point it and Always point it at the ground. It's a baby. So they um, had a twenty two, which is, like, a rifle-looking thing. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, no kickback whatsoever. And it's out in the country, so, like, at this creek bed, they have, a, like, old furniture out there, and they set up bottles. Yeah. So they set up, like, a bunch of whiskey bottles and, like, these, you know, glass topo yeah. bottles. And, you know, they went, and then they let me go. And your girl, Cam, 
is a badass shot because I was like, ding, 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 ding. And then the apocalypse, here we come. (laughs) That's what his brother said. He was like, Cameron, they're coming for you. What are you going to do? And then they were like, uh, we were about to go get ready for dinner. So we had to like go clean up and they had our, they had just reset everything and his brother was like, all right, go ahead and clean it up. And I just went from like right to left and just cleared it out. I felt like <laughs> such a fucking badass. Yeah. I was like, I could kill someone. Like John Wick who? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then my dad really deflated my joy because he was like a 22. He's like, I shot one of those and I was like seven. He's like, why don't uh, you shoot a real go. Yeah, he's like, why don't you shoot a real gun? I'm like. Get your toxic masculinity <laughs> away from me, okay? I'm proud of myself. We've dealt with this for forever. <laughs> and then I was like, Steve, can we go to the gun range? He was like, you need to chill out over there, John Wick. You know, actually, they do <laughs> they do have a gun range that the officers I used to work with went to a lot, and you can rent different ki- types of guns to shoot. Oh, we like, should go. So many different types of guns. Like, I bet there's a group on for that. rifle is on I the list. I don't want to do that. I'm scared. I'm fu- yeah, I'm, I'm scared, but... <laughs> But they have so many different kinds. I'll go with you. Yeah, we'll do it. Okay, a few corrections. Um, first thing, I'm going to apologize for the ice in my drink on the last two episodes. Because <laughs> listening back, I was like, oh, shit, that's my ice. Um, so I'm sorry. That's why I got a frappuccino today. So you wouldn't hear my ice clinking. <laughs> and also the ghost on our episodes is alive she, and well. She came back. It was on the last two episodes. Oh, my goodness. Yep. We're recording at Lacey's house today, though, so we'll see... If it follows me or if it's uh, my house kind of thing. Yeah. And it's really, Lace's got a nice setup. We're like chilling on this couch. We're not in a closet today. Got some space. Lacey's dog is on the bed behind her watching us. Keeping watch Stranger Dangers in the house. So she's (laughs) on point. Okay. Big correction. Um, So we were talking about young adult Mm -hmm. last week. And William, our favorite listener. Yes. Gave us a fun fact. He said, because we we briefly mentioned the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, briefly. It is a comic. Uh-huh. And he said that the lead singer of My Chemical Romance yes, is the writer. writes the comics. Yeah, I've and heard that before. Yeah. He like got into it because he was on the tour bus with nothing to do uh-huh. and just yeah. started writing them. And I was yeah. like, that is so cool. Yeah. All right. Next correction. Because um, this is from two episodes ago. We talked about Luster. And I just wanted to make it clear that we were not making fun of, like, mental illness. Not at all. Um, that is not the case. We're just not talking about a fictional character. Yeah. Um, like, I'm crazy. I get it. I don't want anyone to feel like you shouldn't be mentally ill because we're no. all mentally ill. Yeah. We're literally just we all have talking about the book. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, whenever I read a book about a character, I do kind of feel like it's my friend. And these are the things that I would tell my friend, you know? Yeah. So... I don't want anyone to feel like uncomfortable or we're not no, sympathetic or anything no. like that because that's not the case. It's a it's a real issue. So that's the only corrections I got. What about you? I don't have any. All right, cool. So this week we read Before She Was Helen. Yes. By, by Carolyn K- B. Cooney. Yep. You want to give us a synop? A little quick synop. Okay, so <laughs> this was... Not what I was expecting. It, it was not at it all was not. what I expected. So then I started reading it. And then it wasn't what I expected after at I started all. reading it. Okay. It just. So actually, let me let me give a brief, <laughs> like, overhaul of the front flap. Because there's, like, two different synopsis that we could give for this book, right. literally. <laughs> this is what the publishing house pretty much gave us in a nutshell. So you're going <clears> to <throat> read the 
uh, jacket cover. Yeah, I'm not going to read it word for word, but I'll nutshell it. Okay. So it says that her life didn't turn out the way she expected, so she made herself a new one. When Clementine moves next door, um, her unthinkable neighbor Dom suddenly isn't there one day. But something else is. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it says? Yeah. Something stunningly beautiful and inexplicable. So Clemmy photographs. That's a really bad synopsis. It really is. Clemmy photographs the wondrous object on her cell phone and makes the irrevocable. I'm sorry, I can't. Irrevocable. There we go. Because some of my that is a hard <clears throat> word. Yeah, unless you say I it. I only know how to say it because of Bella Swan and Twilight. Well, and, and unless you say it, you can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My enunciations are not always there. Of <laughs> <laughs> forwarding it. As the picture swirls over the internet, Clemmy tries desperately to keep a grip on her own personal network of secrets. Can 50 years of carefully hiding under names, not her own, be ruined by one careless picture? So, and although what Clemmy finds is a work of art, what the police find is a body in a place where Clementine was not supposed to be and where she left her fingerprints. All right, so let me break this down for you. They live in, like, townhouses. Like, this retirement townhouse cul-de-sac. Okay, this book... I want to be an old retired person right? so fucking bad. This All they, is like this oh, sounds like so, so much, much fun. fun. They go play cards with their friends. They come home. They eat. They read a book, and they like fucking chill, dude. Well, so there's okay. I, there's some more things that happen. Yeah. Obviously. So they live in these little townhouses, and the dude that the Dom dude that Lacey mentioned is Clemmy's neighbor. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, and here's what's confusing. When she, in Sun City, the retirement place, she's Helen, right? Mm-hmm. So she texts her neighbor every day because he had like fallen once and it took him like a day and a half to get to his phone or some shit. Yeah. And so she texts him every morning to make sure he's okay. Well, he didn't respond. Yes. And she has a key. So she goes to check on him and he's not there. And he doesn't have a car. All he has is a golf cart. And his golf cart was gone. So she's like, oh, he went to get something to eat. Like, whatever. Well, when she's in his garage, she sees a door. Because the garages are, like, all connected. She sees a door to the third townhouse that's connected to their building of this couple that, like, come once a year. Mm-hmm. That say yeah. they come when they visit their children and they basically use that place as, like, a hotel a or hotel. some shit. And it makes several mentions that all three townhouses mirror each other yeah. floor plan. Yeah. So they should all be identical. And she does not have this door in her No. Garage. So she's – and she's – she talks about how – like, you would have to get approval from that, from, like, the from city everybody. and the HOA. And it's, like, it's, the it's like, six inches up off the floor, so you got to, like, step up over it. It's, like, a really weird door. She knows that those third people are not home because they, they don't live there. They come randomly, and they're not Nobody there. ever sees them. Nobody knows so who they are. So, really. curiosity takes over, and she goes, and the door's unlocked. And she knows how to get into their place because the floor plan's like hers. So, she goes through their place, and it's very, like, sterile. There's, like, nothing, nothing there. there. And she sees this, like, glass dragon tree yeah. rig, it keeps calling it. Yeah, they keep calling it a rig. Um, and she's like, wow, it's so beautiful. And she takes a picture of it and sends it to her grandnephew and grandniece. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's a thing for pot. It's like some kind of oil. oil. I don't understand that. It's They call it an oil pourer. It's like, it's like. I don't know, the THC CBD oil that they use. I don't use oil, so I have no clue. And then how does it, like, how do you get high from it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know. Okay. I didn't understand that either. I didn't either. And I was like, I live in Colorado. <laughs> I never saw oil at the dispensary. Yeah, the like, there's is. wax. Yeah. There's flour. Uh-huh. There's edibles. There's yeah, cartridges. There's but what the fuck is this oil? I don't, I don't know. We should have asked Steve. We should have. Did- I mean, <laughs> not that he would know. He would not know. Never. No. Well, I mean. But he could Google it. He is the producer. Yeah, he is the producer. Fact checker. Fact okay, checker. so that's the that's the premise. That's how it starts. So uh-huh. we'll get into the rest of the book. As we go. Yeah. So yeah. question number one, what was your favorite part of the book? Oh, my favorite part was I'm ready to be an old person. Yeah. I loved the the feel of the community. I, you know, I have to say, I think. Well, it sounded fun. You hang out with your yeah. friends all day. Like, I loved that. Yeah. And it was still somewhat, like, private. Yeah. Because it said in the back of their townhouses there was woods. Oh, yeah. Her space is the woods. Yeah. That sounds nice. Yeah. That sounds really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was my favorite part. How they how she wrote the characters and how they interact with one another. Mm, my favorite part was the mystery. Okay. Like, from the very beginning, she kind of pulls yeah. you in because she's referring to herself as Clemmy or Clementine. Yeah. But then she starts saying Helen when yes. her neighbors and are addressing her. and that can kind of get confusing. And I it, even it wrote that down. I did, too. It's confusing at the beginning how she refers to herself as Clemmy, but, like, when she's checking on Dom... She's announcing herself as, as Helen. Helen. Yeah, I did too. So, I mean, obviously you figure out why, but... It takes a while it before takes you figure a while. out why. Yes. So, at first you're like, what? You're like, what the fuck? Is this chick crazy? Like, what's going on? Well, yeah, what is this? Yeah. Um. What was your least favorite part? Oh, and by the way, these questions are from Oprah's Book Club. And we kind of edited and it And we edited it to some of our own. Yeah. So, least favorite part... This book skipped back and forth between the present and past again yeah, so much. It did it a lot. In- a lot. In our past few books, it's done that, and it's <sighs> kind of starting to wear on me, but... It's also I mean, weird that she does... It flashes back, like, while she's in the middle of a conversation. Yes. And you have to try and keep up. up. And so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was kind of taxing. It was a little taxing. Um, I did not like that. Also, another thing I wrote... Um, two things. Um, how many times did she use the word sliders? Ugh. And have you ever heard someone call the sliding back door a slider? No. And it's literally in that book so many times. I know. Oh, the sliders, the sliders, go the through sliders the sliders. The sliders were left unlocked. And the I was like, is she getting paid to say this word? I thought sliders were hamburgers. I have literally (laughs) never heard someone refer to the back door as a slider. I've never heard somebody say slider outside. We'll say back door, glass door, sliding glass door. Sliding glass door, yeah. That's like that. Screen door, like it's Um, another weird thing. I thought it was weird that she expects her grandniece and nephew to look after her. Like, have you ever met one of your great aunt or uncles? I did. I did. Okay. I'm pretty sure mine are dead. Like, only I don't one. even know their names. Yeah, I only knew one set. So how is she expecting these people to, like, take care of her? I know. Girl, I know. no. 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 Yeah, and then probably the flashback was my... Yeah. It was It was kind of hard. It was rough. Yeah. Yeah. Not as rough as a couple weeks ago, but it was rough. <laughs> uh, was it a fast or slow read, and why? It was a fast one for me. Yeah, it's not... It's not hard to follow. It doesn't... No. You don't get bored. It flows really yeah. well. 
there's so many twists and turns and so many characters in and out that you just, I don't know. I just kept turning the pages. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Was it because I procrastinated or anything? I swear. <laughs> we totally procrastinated. <laughs> totally I did. It. Like we always do. So I'm trying to like balance time with family and finish it, but they went fishing and then I didn't want to do that. I know. So I, wanted, I read instead. I know. I was like, well, it's my birthday. I want to play video games with my boys, but I want to uh, read Did books. you finish it like all last night? No, I finished it like as you were in the Starbucks drive <laughs> 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 But to be fair, I only had like 10 pages at okay. that point. So. Okay. <laughs> well, good thing Starbucks took good a while. Good thing Starbucks <laughs> took a while. Um, which event, scene, or character has stuck with you the most? Probably finding a body in the golf cart because it wasn't there and then all of a sudden it was there. Yeah, so after she takes the picture of the marijuana rig, whatever that is, she sends it to her dumbass grandnephew and niece. Who posts it on Instagram. And Stupid. He, find, he does the reverse Google search and mm-hmm. finds out who the artist is. Yep. He goes to the artist's Instagram where the artist has been like, someone stole this. I'm so, it's like $8,000. Dumbass grandnephew is like, oh, that's sitting on a table. The, my aunt's next door neighbor. Like, yeah. bro. And then posts a picture that she had sent him. Which, first of all, yep. you can't even post pictures in the comment on no. Instagram. So clearly, Caroline B. Cooney is not a big Instagram She's an older lady. user. She's an older lady. You cannot post pictures and comments. No. That's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. When I read that, I was like, mm, yeah, no. I was like, uh, but. So then this, oh, and this little piece of shit grandnephew. Oh my goodness! The he artist contacts him, yes. and he gives this man he, without like his aunt's phone number, oh his God. aunt's name. Where she lives. What she does for a living. And, I mean, and he like, doesn't know, but, like, she's in hiding from... Yeah. From so many things. So the we'll flashback is her flashing back to when she was in high school and she was repeatedly... Sexually assaulted. Sexually assaulted and mentally, phys- verbally abused by her... Stalked. ...brother's basketball coach. Yeah. And she says it's like the 50s and it's a time where... It's not discussed. You couldn't accuse someone of rape yeah. because they're like, well, you were asking for it. Yeah. That was probably my least favorite part of the yeah, book. Yeah, because they kept referencing that it was so, so many times. And we'll, uh, we'll get to there later, but but yeah. It, <laughs> there was some conversations I was like, excuse the fuck out of me. Ex- I know. It made me so <laughs> mad reading it, but that's good because it, made, you know, it yeah. makes you feel something. Mm-hmm. Um, so the event... Event, scene, or character that stuck with me the most? <sighs> hmm. I wanted to say Helen. Yeah. But because she was softer. Sometimes I felt like she was weak. I'm like, this chick exactly. is so weak. But then sometimes I'm like, wow, she is really smart. Yeah. I mean, when she was younger, she was really smart. But now she's just kind of frail and i guess that's the point because she is older she's like sheltered yeah and she does say that she's losing it in her old age yeah but i mean i just wanted her to push harder and be more I, of a badass i did in her too old age. Like, I did i'm too. gonna die anyway like ugh, fuck you l right i did too yeah yeah no nothing really stuck out for me just just the just the golf cart because they went in one time it was gone they go in again and it's so, there when she, and then she leaves and comes back and the police are there and there's yeah. a body. <laughs> when she texts the neighbor and he doesn't respond and she goes over there to check on him, the golf cart is not there. So she assumes he like went to get something to eat and she's like, well, it's really weird that he forgot to text me, but like whatever. 
So she goes back to her place, and then this is when all the shit with her nephew giving the artist her number happens, and then so the artist is blowing her up, and she's like, no, because I don't want, A, anyone to know I was over there, and B, some rando to know my information. So she's, like, trying to ignore him, or she's going to try to mail him the rig. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty obvious that there's more behind his story, because, okay, it's like, you claim it on your insurance. Someone stole from you. You claim it on your insurance and you move on. Yeah, but all of a sudden he's trying to hop on a plane. And come but he's, out but he's hopping on a plane to come get this $8,000 mm-hmm. rig. No, it's clear it's about like someone yeah. stole money from him or something. Um, and you find out later on that it is because yeah. somebody it's stole like a money million from, dollars. Yeah, like a million. Yeah. So there's a lot of whodunit, but there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things happening at once, which can be kind of hard to keep track of because then later in the day. The other neighbor comes over because he sees Helen standing at Dom's door again. And, mm-hmm. she, and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I haven't heard from him and I'm worried. He goes, well, do you want me to go in with you? And she's like, yeah, okay. Because she was also going to go wipe her fingerprints, fingerprints off the doorknob because she's hiding shit from her past. And she's like, I don't want the police pulling my prints. But the neighbor catches her. So he goes in with her. They don't. They still don't see anything. And then so she's like, well, I can't stay here because he's going to think that's weird. So she goes home and then like waits till the middle of the night. So when she goes back over there to the middle of the night, she sees that the golf cart is back. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, shit. He's home. I got to get right. out. But he's not home. Yeah. No. And then several times it mentions, wow, that something really smells in here. I already knew there out. was a dead body. I did too. As soon as they said that, I'm like, that's a dead body. Yeah, me that's too. That's a dead body. Um, so then she goes back home and then that, that artist like finds her cause of her dumb nephew because she's also a Latin teacher. Like there's probably there's, five of yeah, those. Not many it was Latin super teachers. easy for him to find her. Well, then he also finds out that she's using this fake name and he's, he's like going to go search those houses himself to find mm-hmm. his million dollars. Mm-hmm. But then how did they find the body? I forgot. He, okay. So that the Boro guy, the yeah. guy that made the rig. Was searching next door uh-huh. because Helen had let him in, so uh-huh. now he threatened her. Yeah. Well, when he was coming out, he like he's, threatened to. He's, you later on find out that he saw the body, recognized the guy, and it goes to Helen's. But so he the left, guy he left the sliding doors open. Oh, and the and the and main the, the groundskeepers were landscapers leading, saw yeah, it they and they called the police. Yeah, That's they right. Called the police because um, it had never been open. They all said they've were closed yeah. They said they've the never seen that dude open his back in slider. like five years. Um, because Bora was threatening to reveal her like double identity. Yes. So she let him into the neighbor's uh-huh. house and then, there, then there's that door. So he recognized the dead body. It's Wilson who was like Dom's caretaker. No, I said it was like his, he had a car or something. So he would take him to the doctor yeah. and like the grocery store and shit. Or like Aaron's supposedly. supposedly. Um, more like drug runs. Yeah. Um, so then the cops come and find the body. So next question. What did you think of the writing? Are there any standout sentences or vocabulary? So I was disappointed in the vocabulary because there were no new words. Yeah, no, but it's an easy, I like it, that. It's it was an easy it read. It was a re- easy read. I don't have no, forward. I have no other complaints about it because it didn't take me long to get through. I understood everything. It flowed very nicely. It just, it was good. Yeah. Yeah, the writing was good. A um, few things. Well, we'll just go to the next question. Would you want to read another book by this author? Yes. I would. Yeah, I probably would. I'd probably try it. Um, only because of my curiosity about her famous series, The Face on the Milk Carton. Yeah. 
did reading the book impact your mood in any way? How and where? I mean, it turned me into a little investigator. Yes. <laughs> um, one thing I wrote in chapter three, we learn that her brother's high school basketball coach was murdered because she's paranoid about her fingerprints being mm-hmm. in that house with the stolen rig. Um, first of all, don't they take your fingerprints when you get a driver's license? Yeah, or so when you're a teacher, too. Wouldn't they already have her fingerprints They take somewhere? your fingerprints when you're a teacher, too. Um, like how she avoided this her yeah. entire life. Yeah. And... Her fingerprints weren't even on anything. The doorknob. She was worried but, about the doorknob. But from the crime scene, her fingerprints were never even right. on anything. Right. She was freaking out even before they found the body. Yeah. She knew something was unsafe right there. Yeah. Um, what surprised me most? I guess the... the the contents of her past because yeah when it's flashing back you find out that you don't this know what's coach happen. is a monster he's, he is a piece of shit he finds her across yes. multiple states. so she's from connecticut she goes to school in ohio he fucking finds her because her parents are like oh clemmy goes to osu like yeah. don't you think it's weird your son's basketball coach is asking about your daughter but back then this was in the 50s where everybody was so friendly like that would ring some bells for me yeah well, and she's continually moving, you know, and they just mm-hmm. keep dropping it, dropping it. And at one point I was like, stop telling your parents right. where you are. Well, at that point is when she changes her name because, little backstory, in like the third grade, they had to do this biography project. And for some reason, her partner brought her passport. And so, like, all the girls took their social security cards and passport. Well, then her little third grade friend dies yeah, from leukemia. Yeah. And she still has her shit, like, all these years later. And then when that coach is stalking her, she's like, well, I'm just going to use my friend's stuff. Okay, question. That was the third grade. The picture on that passport's going to be of a little girl. That's what it said. It said that the picture of the passport was a little girl with dark hair. So, so nobody, she just, like, renewed right, it. Nobody okay. questioned that. Because she, like, went and got her. a driver's license first because mm-hmm. she had her birth certificate and yeah. social security card. Yeah. Okay, if my daughter's like, hey, mom, I'm going to go work on a school project with my friend. Oh, here. Here's your social security card and your birth certificate. This was back in the 50s. That's so weird. This was back in the 50s, though, where that was like a piece of gold paper because you had a social security card. And a passport. And a passport. Oh, so. Daddy took me on a plane. She easily assumed Helen Stevens' identity because she had this girl's all this shit. And after her little friend died, like, her parents never looked for any of that. So, I don't think I would, weird. though, either if something happened to my child. It wouldn't dawn on me to be like, oh, birth certificate and all this. How do you get their passport back? Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, so, I also thought it was disturbing to read about her rape and the culture in the 50s. Several times. Where yeah. she can't tell anyone. Like, it's so disgusting. Well, and she tries to tell her parents and they're like, oh, no. No, she no. doesn't even try because it's she, was pregnant. she knew. She got pregnant. She, yeah. This dude raped her one time. She gets okay, pregnant. Okay, so she was 16 uh-huh. when the coach first raped her. Uh-huh. 16. And she even says that, like, she said, uh, this is a quote. From um, before she was Helen, had Clemmy used the word attacker, even her mother and father would have corrected her. Maybe especially her mother and father, who would be so ashamed of her behavior. What behavior? Yeah. She did nothing wrong. She's the victim. Yeah. And she talks about how she knew no one would believe her. So mm-hmm. when they asked her, 
like who's the dad she just shrugged yeah which they never did back then i'm like that is fucked up like i can't imagine my daughter coming to me and me just like dismissing no you you wanted it you were no you did something you did something wrong that's disgusting it is disgusting that that was hard to read and then later on so it turns out that you know back then of course they send they send the pregnant up, girls yeah, to knocked, a school yeah, to give school. their babies up for adoption. They went away to help a sick relative, yeah. and then they come back, you know. But they give the kids away and for adoption. And her family's got the biggest fucking mouth because yeah, they do. the brother, who's already graduated high school, mentions to his coach that his sister went to this school to have a baby, and the coach is like, fuck, that's my kid because yeah. I raped this chick. That's why he continually stalks her. Across so, yeah, because he eventually gets married and, and he tells they can't her, have a kid. Yeah, he tells her, well, I've got my wife, I've got a boat, two cars, you know, but she can't have a kid and I want a kid and, and I then, know you had our How kid. are you going to be like, hey, honey, I found this kid. Hello. He wasn't even thinking that <laughs> How is that going to go? He wasn't even How are you going to integrate this child into your life? But, you know, if he was so obsessed with her, why did he even marry somebody else? Why wasn't I he wondered trying to that marry too. her? But then later on it talks about other girls came forward. And that one girl even says he would pick a new girl every year. But not her. He chased yeah, after Clint. he chased after. Even before he knew she had a yeah. baby, he was still going after her. which All the time. Yeah, um, that was rough. And then, I guess we'll just go ahead and tell the ending. So the reason she's so paranoid is because he's chasing her, you know, following her, finds out she has the kid, which it's going to be really hard for him to figure out who has this kid because, you know, it's like one of those hush-hush adoptions from this little mm-hmm. pregnant girl at the school. Well, he figures out He away. figures it out. He goes and, like, threatens someone that worked at the school and gets their address, but they had moved. And Remember, they moved to Ohio because they didn't want to tell anyone they adopted a kid. So they just pretend like they have a kid and then moved back mm-hmm. to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Oh, our kid's like grown up now. Like, yeah. <laughs> people were so weird back in the day, but yeah, whatever. I know. But she, the reason she knew where they were was because this was also horrific. She like When she went into them. labor, she didn't tell anyone because they wouldn't let them hold their babies. They would like knock them out. Mm-hmm. So when she went into labor, she just like suffered in her room. And they said she didn't make any noises through labor yeah. so she could hold her baby. And like all her little pregnant friends helped her because they they knew they weren't going to get to see their baby. And yeah. one of the and then she goes, all right, I'll give them this baby. But you tell them to come in here and get it from me. So then one of her friends goes through the adoptive mom's purse and reads the driver's license and memorizes their address. That's how she found them. Yeah, the first time. So then so, she goes and gets a job at the uh-huh. Sunday school yeah. to play with her own kid. To play with her own kid. And then ha- takes a picture of him and yeah. puts it in a locket. Yeah. And that's how the coach, how do you say his name? Rudard? Oh, I'd have to, let me look. R-U-D-Y-A-R-D? Rudard? Is that how you say Hold on. I it's in there look. a lot. I know. I just got to find an insert of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Then he like snatches the locket. He snatches the locket and she had found. Um, she had found their forwarding address from an old neighbor in Connecticut uh-huh. and she like rips it up and eats it so he can't get to it. Red Yard Creek. Red Yard? Yeah. Okay. So then he goes to the adoptive parents and he's like, hey, I'm here for my son. And they're like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, that's my kid. So Clemmy calls the parents and they're so rude to her. He was like, Oh, you're the little, little slut. The little whore. Yes. And she's like, listen, 
he's coming to get him. And he's like, is he even the dad? She goes, the important part is he thinks he's his dad and he is dangerous and he's going to come and yeah, get him. And then the, the kids, so Billy, which is her son, her son that she gave up. His father is like, oh, well, I just know he wants money. And she's like, no. She's it's like, no. Not it's money. not about money. He it's wants him. his kid. He wants the child. Uh-huh. And then he's uh-huh. like, no, no, no. I think I can buy him off. I'm going to buy him off. And then her former roommate, because he was stalking her, came to her apartment. He raped her roommate. Mm-hmm. And her roommate's like, I got a gun. Let's go find him. She's yeah. like, ready. She's like John Wick in mm-hmm. it. She's like, I'm ready. She's like, we're going to book So the adoptive Ooh. dad tells, what's his name? Red Yard. Hey, let's meet here. And Clemmy and her badass little friend go meet him. And he tries to attack Clemmy again. Well, the adoptive dad actually shows up and like hits him. Oh, this was after the roommate shot him and this dude was still going. He shot, she shot him once. So then the adoptive dad like hits him with one of the grill, like the grill griddles. Yes. And then they're just like, all right, everybody leave. <laughs> and they leave him there, which was crazy. I love that the adoptive dad came and he was like, I'm so sorry. I was so wrong about you. Thank you so much. She's like, I just want him to be safe. Like, I'm not trying to mess anything up for you guys. I thought that I'm was trying to protect yeah, him. Yeah, he actually admitted it because, you know, back then they wouldn't. They'd be like, I was never wrong. Right, right. Even then, even now. So that was intense. Know. And this is all happening while your child still trying to figure out what's going on in her current yeah, life who at the done retirement it in her current community, life. which turned out to be her friend across the street, Joyce. <sighs> because of a man. I didn't like that. I didn't like because that. Because of a man. Because she was in love with her, this man that she was dating. And she was like, she saw Wilson with the bag of money because Wilson stole the rig and the money from this Boro guy in Denver. But... He was going to Denver to buy drugs. Yeah. And then was going to sell them on the East yeah, Coast for a peddling, profit. They're peddling the drugs yes. in this retirement community. Like and then all, come to find out. All these little retired yes. people are doing Percocets and weed <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. So those the neighbors that are coming to visit their kids, they're not. They're like the head of the little drug yeah, ring. They're like and Wilson's the their kid. And, stuff, yeah. and he's doing all like the passing the shit out. It never said what happened to Dom, though. It yes, never it did. Yes, it did. It said it said that um, he left she, in Wilson's car. Yeah. It well, said, where did he go? I don't know. And what see, the I don't, fuck's he I don't doing? know how he left in Wilson's car because it he said, must have been a part of it. No, well, I don't know because it said that the first time Joy shot, you probably wouldn't have heard it because the garage door was closing. But the second time she shot, you would have heard it. And I don't. I didn't catch where it said that he heard it and ran because he was partially deaf and it yeah. made that known. But then it also, but didn't it say she remembered his his real real name name and she found him and called him? Yeah, she found him. And he was like, yeah, I'm fine. No, he just, she asked for him. He picked up the phone. She didn't even say anything. She hung up because she So I think he was in on it. I don't know. And who is the lady that answered the phone? I don't know. Maybe he was just like living at that house to like keep an eye on shit, you know? Who knows? Because he had like a mob name or whatever. There's no telling. She thought he was like a former mobster or something. It didn't really explain that very well. It didn't explain it, but I mean, and I thought it was kind of weird that she was taking the sides of some of these people that she didn't even know. Yeah. Like, she protected him only because he had a different name and she had a different name and an identity. Yeah, she felt, because she probably felt like a kinship with them, like they're... But he could have had a different name for a complete different reason than she did. True. Very true. Um... How did the book's title work in relation to the book's contents? Good. 
I thought it was. I it's thought it works. It works. Yeah, it's perfect. Is this book overrated or underrated? I think it's way underrated. I think it's underrated. No it's one really is good. talking about this. No, book. and it was so many twisties and turns. Yeah, so much mystery. You really did have. It really did keep you focused because there's so much going on. You're like, and oh shit! I gotta did pay you attention. see how many times it mentioned like her different ages? Like there was one time she was talking about her phone and she's like, well, I didn't know how I could live six decades without this. So I was like, okay, she's 60. Oh, yeah. And then later on it mentions that her her uh, yeah. sister says that she's 70 or something. Yeah. You're like, what? That, yeah, it did kind of mess that up a little bit. Um, yeah. But there's only like 50 Instagram posts about this book. And it's a, real, it's a pretty good book. It's a good book. I'm surprised more. And you said... It sold out on Amazon, which means they probably didn't print that many copies of it. Yeah. And I don't know why they wouldn't. I don't know. Does it remind <coughs> you of any other book? Or is it an original idea? I mean, the there's themes been, are... There's been books before yes. people with multiple identities, so I don't think it was really original. Or running from your past. Right. Or you had an... Ad- oh, speaking of which, um, apparently, like, going to have a baby when you're a teenager back then, like... It was I, a no-no. But it's like... That happened a lot. Yeah. Like, I personally know two people yeah. that were involved. I'm not going to give away their business. But, well, because, but that was, like, a thing. Yeah, because it said in the book that they didn't have any kind of birth control. There was right. no condoms. No birth control. There were no birth control. They couldn't pills. keep the baby yeah. because they wouldn't be able to get – they'd basically be, like, shunned, and they wouldn't be able to get a job and, and provide. You know, you know, pull-out game was weak because these were little <laughs> – these were little – Teenagers. Mis- little teenagers that only, you know, thought about missionary I just position. Think it's so disgusting that, like – all the behaviors on the woman. Like, what about the dude trying to, and not just yeah. Clemmy in this book, just in general. Yeah. Um. What about the dude's behavior? Yeah. Oh, that's just boys being boys. No. Fuck that shit. No. Ridiculous. Um, question that I made up. Have you ever accidentally gotten yourself into a dangerous situation like Clementine did when she took a picture of that stolen rig. I mean, when she was honestly just being nosy and in her neighbor's shit. Nothing like that. <laughs> I've never been in a situation like that where I've, I've found stolen money from a drug dealer. Shit, I wish I could find if some I stolen money. If I found a million dollars, money. I'd probably be gone. He wouldn't have found me. That's, what, that's all Joyce was trying to do. I know. She saw Wilson carrying a duffel bag, and so she went and like squeezed through the window and... Squeezed her fat ass through the window. Got it out. Yeah, it did, it did mention it mentioned, it mentioned Wilson mentioned that he watched her on the video camera. Yeah. Two, two little hidden video cameras. One was in like the fire detector. Yeah. One was in like a light switch. And he said he watched her squeeze her fat ass through the window. Listen, they'd be watching me squeeze my fat I, ass I through would too, too, right? Okay? <laughs> it talked a lot about weight. It did. And how you can tell how much money is in something by the it weight did. and yeah. like by the, the bills. Yeah, because... Um, if they're hundreds and they weigh this amount, this is how much it is. Yeah, because Helen said at one point Which, that a million dollars should weigh, like, three sugar bags. And then when she was heaving the bag at the end, she's like, well, this is more like five sugar bags. And <laughs> she said that that's why Joyce went over there, because she saw the duffel, and she's like, this is how much... Okay, that's not common knowledge. I would have no, never known that. I wouldn't either. If I saw somebody carrying a duffel, I'd be thinking they're going on a trip. Not that yeah. they have money stashed away yeah. in a duffel. I thought that was was odd, but whatever. Especially if they're elderly, you know? I wouldn't think, oh, that old man's got a bag of money. No. (laughs) We haven't ever accidentally gotten into a situation, but we have on purpose gotten into a few. Oh, yeah. The main situation I'm thinking of is the game that we invented called Water Chunking. (laughs) 
<laughs> Lacey and I were very bad children. We were rebellious um, as And hell. very creative. Yeah. And we, so back in the day, you could go to Sonic and get a water, like an ice water and a Sonic, like a medium Sonic cup for uh-huh. like 25 cents. Yeah. So we'd go order like what ten of them? Some, yeah, they'd give us a tray. They give us a tray. We're like, they're like, what are you doing? We're like, oh, we're going to a party and we're trying to sober up people up. And then we would go throw these at cars to try to make the car alarms go off. It was just ice water. It was. So it's not like we're trying to mess with the car. And we didnn't leave the or cups. deface it we in any way. We didn't litter and leave the cups on the we ground. We would try to grab like the that. cup, but sometimes people caught us. Yeah. Um. So we we took my friend Jeremy one time, and he were you with us this time? I don't remember. I think you were. Probably. I think we were all because this together. Idiot this idiot forgot the rules, and we're driving down the street, going to a neighborhood, and he throws it at a moving car oh, going yeah. the opposite direction. Oh yep. That car whips around and starts mm-hmm. following us, and we're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> so I'm driving my little. Four-cylinder Cavalier that I thought was a stock car, baby. <laughs> a little Dodge. I was like, let's go. Let's go, guys. So uh, they're chasing us. We're going through this neighborhood. Finally, I whip around this corner. I whip around this other corner, pull in this driveway, turn out the lights, turn off my car, and we whip our seats back. So that car goes by and doesn't even see us, and we lose them. Thank freaking God. Thankfully. Jeremy was never invited to play water never. chunking after that. Never. Oh, you remember that time we got that convertible that had the top down? They were parked, and we were like, what a douche. You just leave your top down. So you were like, ding. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, threw it inside the car. Man, we were bad kids. We were bad um, kids. Well, we weren't that bad, but we were bad. I don't think I've ever accidentally gotten myself into Not accidentally, no. We were always kind of, I mean, we were bad, but we were smart. Yeah. <laughs> like, we knew if it was a dangerous situation, we better leave. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I've never been arrested or anything. Knock on wood. So, yeah, I mean, I wasn't either. too bad. Yeah. I made a joke about that the other day. <laughs> that you've never been arrested? No, yeah, because the boys. It's surprising because we had some bad. Oh, we oh, also really cool. used to freaking order pizzas to this one neighbor's house that we didn't like. And then Lacey and I would camp out in her dad's Jeep with binoculars. <laughs> Just watch. <laughs> one time we ordered like 10 because we were oh, like, we're having so a party. <laughs> So they show up with 10 pizzas, and you know, you see the confusion, and they're like, but what do we do with these 10 pizzas? And you see them leave with the 10 pizzas. You can, like, see all the hand gestures. Didn't we also sell some oregano to the neighbor and told him it was weed? No, it's to my brother, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) We were like, hey, man, you want to buy this? And it's fucking oregano from my dad's cabinet. Oh, man, oh, those were the days. I told the boys that on my Xbox game the other day, though. That sh- they were like, you're a bad influence. I was like, but I've never been arrested. <laughs> good times, good times. Um, All right, back to our questions. I'm stuttering. That shot's really getting to me. That's good. How did it impact you? Do you think you'll remember it in a few months or years? I mean, I think I'll remember it. And it impacted me. I mean, I liked it. I mean, I'll probably remember how to weigh money and tell you how much it is. I mean, I'll probably remember that I want to be a badass when I'm old and not weak and frail. <laughs> Would you reread? No. I think I might just once. Maybe yeah. just once, but I don't think I will again after that. Lingering questions or plot holes? Dom, I want to know what happened to Dom. What happened to Dom? And it also said 
that she had a third identity and it just barely touched on oh, it that she had a Florida condo. And because, um, so her parents, her was actually her stepdad. Yeah. Because her mom had been divorced, which is another no-no, but she still saw her real dad. Uh-huh. So the other identity was that dad's name and her the Florida condo yeah. she bought with inheritance when he died. Right. So. But she has a third identity, so she could... Potentially yeah. change her identity again and go on somewhere else. And the reason she kept using Helen was because she got a teaching job as because like remember her professor got confused and was like, Oh, she just graduated. Yeah. But she hadn't. She still had like another yeah. year. So that guy was like, Well, I'm actually looking for a Latin teacher. So she took the job to get mm-hmm. away from yeah. crazy coach. And then after that she after they kill him, she's like, Well, I guess I'll go back to my name, but then she's like shit, I didn't graduate, and I already got a job as this person, so I'm just going to stay as Helen. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I think she could probably go to jail but for that. But then she's still having to contact her family. So yes, still with her real name. So she's still having to be So she has Clementine. two phones. Yeah. She has a family phone. Oh my Helen god, okay, phone. so the first time it mentions two phones, <coughs> I wrote down the Kevin Gate lyrics. <laughs> What's Kevin Gate? You never heard two phones? No. I got two phones, one for the Drugs and one for the hose. No. Oh my god. Okay, so look, you're gonna have to look up Kevin Gates' two phones because I wrote down those. lyrics. Is he like a rapper? Yeah, he's a rapper. So I wrote down those lyrics when she mentioned two phones because it said family phone, but it didn't say what the other phone was for. Yeah, yeah. And you later find out that it is a burner mm-hmm. phone, but mm-hmm. much later. Are those hands on your drawer right there? Yes. I just like look over at Lacey's bar cart. Yeah. And like. Instead of, like, pool tabs on the drawer, it's, like, creepy little freaky-looking hands. But those are knobs. Those are knobs. I got them. <laughs> They're legit knobs. I, so oh. I redid this bar cart. It used to be just a wooden bar cart, and I repainted it and re, re-handled it and everything. Another lingering um, plot question I had is, uh-huh. what the fuck is a cheese sandwich? Okay. Because so, she ate the- Yeah, it's a cheese sandwich. Yeah. Like a slice of cheese to, and some bread. Yeah, I used to have those as a kid. Well, we that's nasty. To, we used to put yeah, that was nasty. I didn't like it. We used to put mayo on it. Oh. Just some it cheese, was, no it was meat. The block cheese, not the wrapper cheese. You know, like the hard block cheese, you would cut off thick chunks. I'm sorry, but that does not sound satisfying or you know, nourishing. It wasn't. Is that I a, think I liked it like once or twice. Is it like kid. an old people thing? Yeah, I think so. It, yeah, or like a northern yeah, thing. Yeah, she's like from a, the north. No, it's like an old people thing because they didn't have a lot of money, you know. So it was. Like, oh shit! You know, yeah. they had bread and cheese. Or was it like pimento cheese? Because that's no, it was really nasty. No. Some pimento cheese is good. No. That'd be done right. All right, my favorite game: cast the movie. <gasps> okay. 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 Clemmy slash Helen. Diane Keaton. Oh, okay. Okay, because so. she's real, you know, she could really pull off the, because Helen really goes through a range of emotion. She's yeah, like, ah! she does. I feel like Diane Keaton really has the chops to pull that off. So I only casted two because there were so many people in this book. That there I were a lot of people. I couldn't figure out who would be cast as who. So who did you have for Helen? Slash Clemmy slash Clementine. Let me find my note. Oh, okay. Cast Helen and Boro. So for Helen, I had Judy Dench. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. I feel like Judy Dench is such a badass, though. She wouldn't have she, put up with any of this bullshit. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, she was... Helen was such a badass when she was younger. She just went soft when she got older. Yeah. Like, she kept putting up with this guy. Kept trying to run. Like, yeah. Kept trying to get away. And then he just yeah. kept coming. But she still survived. Yeah. Who? And you said you casted Boro? Yeah. Bo- what? Borobosk? 
Is that how you say it? Boroboski, I think so. All right, who did you get for him? Manny Montana. Who's that? He... Hold on, I'm about to look this up. Is the gentleman, the bad gentleman, in Good Girls. What's he's, Good he's Girls? Play, he's played in other stuff before. It's What's a, his name? Manny. Manny Montana. What's Good Girls? It's such a good show. It's got Christina Hendricks in it. Oh, I can definitely see that. Yes. Yeah, he would be good. He's he he's very handsome. He is very handsome. Okay. So, so sexy. My girl. casting for Boro, mm-hmm. you kind of got to get a time machine for this to work because it does describe him as like late 20s. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got that vibe, like the way he dresses, yes. and he's got that dirty vibe, you know, and yes. very handsome. Definitely getting some Johnny Depp vibes. Yes. Um, yes. I casted Coach Creek. Uh-huh. Ru- Rudar- What's his name? Yeah. Rudy, Rudy Yard. I'd have to look at it again. Who names Rudyard, their kid Rudyard, that Rudyard, shit? Rudyard, okay. Rudyard Creek. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Army Hammer. Because it, yeah. he's tall. It talks about him being tall. It Young, talks about him blonde. being very handsome. Blonde. See, okay. Greek. Statuesque. So I thought about um, Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, yeah. Wait. Is that... He's Alex? I get yeah. him confused. Yeah. Alexander Skarsgård's the older brother, the blonde. Oh, yeah. Tarzan. I kind of thought about him, too, for yeah. sure. Because yeah. he's so big, and it talks about the coach being so much and bigger than he Clinton. can be a really good bad guy, yes, too. Like, did you see Big Little Lies? Yes, I did. Yeah, he could totally <laughs> pull that shit off, for sure. Yeah, I hated him, but that's I a loved good, him. That's a good pick. Yeah. Um, young Clemmy, it describes her as, like, Betty Boop. Yeah. And I was having a really hard time, like, thinking, I don't know, maybe, like, Lily Collins, because... She's she's supposed to have like black hair, See, I was blue eyes. More of pale. What's her name? I can't remember her name. From but, Gilmore Girls. No, Pretty Little Liars. Oh, Lucy Hale. Yes, <gasps> she would. That's a good one, Lucy. Yes. You did a good job casting this movie. That's <laughs> yeah. a good one because she's very. And it talks about her being very tiny, very yeah. petite, mm-hmm. and that's why Coach Creek picked her is because he likes very, picking very yeah. little tiny. She's women. very meek but beautiful. And- that's a good. That's a good one, man. You did good. Yeah. We'll give you the casting job on this, <laughs> this week. This week, yeah. Um, going through my notes, making sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah, yeah those are all my sure notes. I didn't miss anything too. I got the we got the age. But yeah, all in all, it was a good book. I um, think so too. I think so too. We gave the full synopsis, so mm-hmm. we're good there. People won't be confused. No, um, they shouldn't. I guess we'll just talk about. So for October, Lacey and I decided to. It's our favorite month. It's our favorite season. Uh-huh. It's our favorite holiday. So we decided we're going to go ahead and pick the books rather than have you guys vote because this is what we really want to read. Yeah. So. Sorry, but it's our month. <laughs> world premiere. You're hearing it first. Our next book is going to be Practical Magic. Yes. By Alice Hoffman. And this is my pick. And uh-huh. I'm so excited. I've never read it. I can't believe Ooh. I've never read it. Um, as old, I mean, it's, this is like the 25th anniversary. I know, I know, and we used to love the movie. We were obsessed with the movie. Like, Lacey and I literally thought we were these characters. So <laughs> this is going to be really nice like, to read. Like, she's got dark hair, I've got red hair. Yes. Like, <laughs> we were witches growing up. We're convinced. We're still witches, okay. So grab your copy. Um, this is really easy to find. If you it's have a half price books, they have a ton. You're going to mm-hmm. be able to find it wherever you go. Grab your copy. You have two weeks from today to read it. They Send also us your have questions. a prequel, which we may do next year. <laughs> There's another one coming out. There's a third book in the series coming out. Grab it. Watch um, the movie. Watch the movie. I don't know. 
I've heard it's totally different. Well, so have I, but it's still great. I'm. We'll see. We'll talk about both. I'm kind of nervous about reading the book because I love the movie. Should so much. we do it as a comparison at the end too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, completely. absolutely. Okay. We'll write down like what's different. Send us your questions, comments, yeah. suggestions. Send us all of that. Two bookworms, um, one podcast at gmail.com. We're going to go take more birthday shots because yes, it's Lacey's birthday. More Anything else butter. we need to go over? Next week, one week from today, is going to be our talkie sewed. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking We're not going to tell them yet. We're not. Oh, we're not. Okay. <laughs> but it's going to be spooky Ooh. themed. So we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Little, say bye. Ah. <sighs>